0: Are we? Are we
1: good? Yeah, I've got chocolate mouth.
2: When you're ready, you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I've literally got yes, chocolate mom.
1: mouth. I'm trying to. I'm trying to. Uh,
2: that should be our intro right there. Absolutely not.
1: <laughs> I've got chocolate oh, mouth. Wait, I've got chocolate know.
3: mouth. You're listening to a hockey podcast we talk about
1: ice hockey and stuff yeah hello everyone and welcome to this is a hockey podcast you would never believe it all three of us are here this week so we've got chanel hello and molly's decided to turn up hello horse face (laughs) oh god this is how it's gonna go isn't it all
3: right all (laughs) right so i'm crying already (laughs)
1: <laughs> Let's do some house cleaning beforehand. I've noticed that nearly sixty percent of you aren't subscribed of on YouTube who are listening to this podcast. What? How about you? I know. How rude. How rude. So My do gosh. us a favor. Do us a favor. Hit the subscribe. Hit the noti bell. It's only once a week. We don't spam you. And uh, ding, maybe ding. click that maybe click that like button as well. It helps us out. And share it to all your friends now
3: you can comment too we we like comments
1: yeah please comment we need to have discussions with you guys that's ha- that's how this podcast works we need viewer input so now all the boring youtube stuff is out of the way why don't we get right on into it chanel you said beforehand you had something to say what it
4: be
2: we have um just a little bit of news this week um I mean, I would argue the number one news of the week is that Jake Bertanen has been placed on leave after concerning allegations of sexual misconduct. Not good. Now, there is not much to say about this as there are no details. But here's what we know so far. Just letting you guys know. Um, A woman who would prefer to remain anonymous claims that Bertanen and her had agreed to meet up. He took her to a hotel room where the assault occurred. She decided to come out after seeing other people share their stories. And Bertanen is currently under investigation. This is pretty much all we know. And obviously, if this is true, I hope the woman gets closure and I hope justice is served. I also hope that the NHL takes this extremely seriously. I don't want to see him on ice again if this is true. You know, I'm sure we're all tired of the uh, why ruin a young man's career narrative. You know, let's just take this seriously. Obviously, if it comes out and and it's completely false, I will retract all of the things I've said, obviously. But, yeah, we're just going to keep an eye on it. Good? Yeah,
1: sounds good. I know nothing of this, so I'm staying out of it.
3: Very diplomatically put there, Chanel.
1: Very much so. So, yeah, we'll update you guys on anything that comes through on it. And, yeah, that's all we've got to say on that for now. So, after the big business has been concluded, Marc-Andre Fleury in the deserts of Vegas is now oh, oh so close to number one on the NHL all-time wins. Chanel, what have you got to say?
2: Oh man, that's my baby. I love Marc-Andre Fleury, obviously. Goldie girl, we all know. We
3: um, love him.
1: <laughs> it's a heavy Goldie week as well. I, I wonder who did the uh, the notes for this week.
2: hmm love goalies. Well, Flery ties for third. Uh, You know, Jeremy was saying close to first. I'm sure he's going to pass it. I am pretty sure he's going to pass it, right? All-time wins with, uh, he shares it right now with uh, Roberto Luongo. Wow, I said that funny. But Lou, my favorite hockey player of all time. So uh, that would be 489 wins under his belt. He will clearly pass Luongo, still third, get into second, first. This is amazing because Fleury is actually a major fan of Luongo. I mean, who isn't? He even used to watch him and imitate him when he was younger. So I find that kind of cute. Congratulations, Fleury! (laughs) Congratulations to Ryan Miller! Yeah. You're doing
1: my job for me, thank you.
2: (laughs) I thought it was a great transition.
1: It it was. Ryan Miller, the good boy. He was in Anaheim, wasn't he? Uh when he retired.
2: Yeah, which is funny because his the majority of his career was uh in Buffalo, right?
4: That's how yep. I know him, yeah.
2: It's been eighteen seasons. He's retired. He currently holds the NHL record for most shootout wins by a goaltender in a season, which is currently ten. Kinda crazy. And of course, he won the Vesna in 2010, ending his season with a 929 save percentage. Okay, that's all I have to say about that. I mean, congratulations to Ryan Miller. He's had a great career.
3: A long one, too. A He's had a long one. career.
2: It's a healthy career, that's for sure. Yeah. He's been with a couple teams here and there, you know.
0: Ducking
3: in and out.
4: <laughs> oh, Stop. Dear.
0: Stop that- oh, dear. Stop Oh,
1: dear.
3: I'll be here so, all week. So,
1: apart from uh Sabres and Anaheim, where else has he played?
3: I'm pretty sure he played for the um, Canucks there, but he spent the majority of his career in Buffalo. And I'm kind of glad he left Buffalo because if he was on Buffalo at the moment, I think that'd be a really bad end of a career. Just like I mean, Anaheim just not, a little the, bit.
1: not so much better. But yeah, I know what you're saying.
3: Yeah, but at least they've won a few more games. <laughs> They haven't statistically not made the playoffs, you know?
1: Just putting it out there.
3: We're really getting (laughs) real
1: negative stuff to end (laughs) this. Plunging
3: in the sabre and we're twisting it, it's fine. Oof, Oof. big oof. Oh, I'm
2: sure we're going to talk about them a lot. Also, he's played St. Louis. Oh yeah, he did play for St. Louis.
3: I forgot about that. Then again, St. Louis is very forgettable in my (laughs) mind. Ooh.
2: And being that dedicated person doing the (laughs) on-site
3: research. She's got her producer right next to her. That's what she's doing, honest.
1: (laughs) So from Ryan Miller and his Sabre prolific career to the 2021 Sabres, who have not clinched. However, other teams have been clinching galore this week and the past couple of weeks, really. The spots for the 2021 Stanley Cup playoffs. And the East is looking dangerous if i do say so myself so so far pittsburgh washington and the islanders have clinched their spots but uh out of all those i would say pittsburgh oh boy they're looking a bit more dangerous than i gave them credit for
0: didn't give them much
2: credit did we
1: no my my predictions uh yeah when we come in a week or two i can't
2: wait (laughs) oh (laughs) boy Oh, dear. oh man! We all said, if I'm not mistaken, that Pittsburgh struggled defensively, and I don't know what happened, but they picked it up, didn't they?
1: Uh, I mean, I think I said that they're missing the playoffs Pretty entirely, let alone struggling in any any yeah. area. <laughs> and now they're number one as of recording in the East, and I'm just like, hey, well, the pull, thing pull is, the at Colors, this time of year no as well, year. the
3: stakes are higher. So you notice teams that have been playing kind of cool to begin with. They're kind of like finding their feet. So Pittsburgh, to begin with the first few games, they weren't looking too good. They weren't looking too sharp, Mm -hmm. but they've taken that time to be like, oh, so this is where our players excel and these this is where our players don't excel. So when it comes to this important, you know, lunchtime, time, as we will now call it, they've really just pulled it out the bag and been like... This is what works. And I don't know what they've done because I don't really follow the Penguins. They don't really give me much joy apart from, you know, Crosby and the Tim Horton adverts. The only joy I get from them. (laughs) So it's, it's very interesting to see a lot of teams like this turn around because we were saying the Flyers, they were going to be really strong, but they have fallen on the table as well. Rangers, aren't in bottom place in this uh, division. She's just about to bring them so, up. So yeah. what is going on there?
2: Hey, uh, well, just to, to bring it back to what's happening <clears throat> to Pittsburgh, I, I mean, when you're not playing well defensively, like you said, you're going to have to figure it out. But also, what what's your, your next line of defense? Literally, the yeah. goalie, right? So the goalies actually have been amazing. DeSmith, Jari, uh, they... They're both in the 900 save percentage. Can't go wrong there, right? Like, they've, they're, they've been really picking it up. So, I I would argue goalie is a really big factor for the Penguins.
3: I think much of their goalies to begin with, not going to lie. It's not like they're not the kind of goalies you'd pick up on your fantasy roster. So, I'm sorry. Sorry. I wouldn't pick him up on my love fantasy.
2: I He gave me so many points. Well, he gave uh, me so many yeah. points, Molly. <laughs> to be fair, it was, it was a, I was taking a risk, and it paid off. So maybe he is a goaltender that we have to look closely at in the future. Definitely.
3: He's, is he first string? He's not first string, is he?
2: No, no, he's
3: actually and that's back That's
0: interesting, up. having a strong first and second. Oof! You're I'm a liar.
2: liar. I'm a liar. Jari is probably the unless there's an injured goalie that we're not thinking of, but Jari, um, he's played 36 games, and Desmith has played. Uh, 19, yeah, so, so he, is he is he number goes.
3: one now. <laughs> he's not backup goalie anymore. Yeah,
2: definitely. <laughs> I mean, I guess. can oh, definitely. I guess he's earned it, right? He's done pretty good. He's done pretty good.
3: Ooh. Alright. Like to see. What we-
2: I I have to say this, guys, I have to say this, and this might get me into a lot of trouble, depends, but man, I really don't, I think these teams are so freaking boring. I'm not a fan of Pittsburgh, I'm not a fan of Washington, I'm not a fan of the Islanders or Rangers, (laughs) just not.
3: (laughs) Is that bad? They're kind of like, I'm going to get in trouble here as well, they're kind of like the um, ready salted um, chips of hockey.
2: I mean, obviously we've got Sydney, and Pittsburgh, but like, on oh, an exception, really.
3: Yeah,
0: like oh, I love Malkin too. Yeah. Ovechkin, yeah, and
1: Ovechkin. Oh in
2: my god! Oh my gosh, I'm gonna get in big trouble. I don't like Ovechkin. The way he played against the Carolina Hurricanes was so cocky and rude and dirty, and I didn't like.
3: Him. Like he's a good player. I appreciate that, but... but I don't think I'd be friends <laughs> with him personally. <laughs>
1: Did you guys not see him? He just Cup won last a big day, trophy, yeah, didn't I he? Want I want to be friends with him.
3: <laughs> yeah. Jeremy's just Great, in man. it for the trophy. No, I like... He wants a trophy Jeez. husband. Yeah.
1: What else are you in it for? <laughs>
0: goalie guys,
2: obviously.
1: Wait, what?
0: <laughs> He's a goalie girl now.
1: <laughs> so obviously we were talking about Pittsburgh, yeah. Washington and New York clinching, but, uh, As of recording, Boston hasn't technically clinched, but I think we can safely save the next game or two they will have done as we're only one point behind New York who have clinched. Mm -hmm. So, I think we can safely save the top four. Yeah, which,
2: man... The Rangers.
1: Oh, that's what they were meant to be yeah. doing. It would
2: have been... <laughs> if they're rebuilding, do you think they're going to keep their big players or do you think Sabanajad's going to go... It depends
3: eight? if they've got him on a longer contract or not, right? Or if he's going on to free agency. How much are we spending on him? Uh, a good young team, though. Like, <laughs> I think the oldest person on their team is is our age. Oh, no. A little bit older than us, but they're all younger than us. sabanajad has got one more year left.
2: And he has five million. That sounds about right. He should be making that much right now probably gonna go
3: up Who knows? i'd say so but I, i'm okay, struggling so let's, to let's, find let's, anything let's to talk re- <laughs> about this division because it's just we're just kind of like here like they've got this player
2: it's the it's the division we're least interested next time i promise we'll do more research and give you guys something to
1: i mean i think i'm interested you like what that,
2: to be honest. <laughs> oh
1: i'm, I'm interested we're really interested struggling
3: out. aren't we yeah Should we, we move really on? are
2: yeah let's let's just move i on. think so go ahead jeremy
1: so, from a three-team clinch division to another one, the Central has Carolina, Tampa Bay, and Florida all in the dance. But uh, there's some significant teams that have fallen off by the wayside in this one. Like,
0: Columbus, what are you doing?
1: Sad to see. And in a way, I'm not you know, surprised.
3: Linguini. Linguina. Mm. Tortellina. Delaney. Delaney. is that how you say it um, he's kind of uh, done it to himself
2: well it, it, it's very clear and I think Jeremy has some things to say about this but it's very clear that it's upper I personally think it's GM the GM obviously really wants to keep Tortorella, uh, Tortorella as well and the players don't want to play in Columbus period remember when they when they had the three top stars for that one year and they made the playoffs, well, they all diverged after that. No one wanted to make a deal with Columbus. So I don't know. What do you have, What do you think?
1: Yeah, so, well, The Athletic came out literally a couple of hours as of recording with a piece interviewing three anonymous players who had played in, in Columbus. Just saying, what's going on? Guys, why, why is it so toxic there? Or from the outside seems to be toxic in the terms of, not being able to keep a team together, always in flux, all that kind of not fun stuff. And uh, yeah, as Chanel was saying, it seems to be coming from the GM level more than the coach necessarily, because, oh boy, do they play hardball when it comes to restrictive free agents and free agents in general. So as all of you, I'm sure, can guess, it's quite a small market in Columbus. It's not LA. It's not Chicago. You know, it's a small city in relative terms. So you're going to have to put the show on, wine and dine, get all get the red carpet out for your free agent's sake, please play with us. And they just don't do it. They go, sign here, straightforward, this is what we want, we're not budging. And it just doesn't entice a sense of loyalty, really. When, they, when the GM goes, oh, but... You love it here, the fans love you, be loyal and then they go, This is your price for not moving when as in the article they say six other teams are more than happy to pay what I asked for. Yet you're here crying about loyalty without giving me like back and forth. So there's a bit of a bit of a problem in Columbus from GM side. And uh we've been hard on Linguini, Torsellini, however you want to say his name on this podcast. Maybe a bit too hardball for the uh, for pros. Maybe more of a college attitude, which doesn't normally go well and can uh, definitely spit a coach out within a few years when they don't uh, when the players don't buy in. However, it looks like the players really like him because they're like, "Yeah, he, he he rides us hard. It's a it's a tough tough guy to play for, but you know, at the end of the day, he teaches us great things." And as one of them says. I was 20 just coming into the league. He's exactly the type of coach you want. But only one player in the interview out of the three uh, said to get rid of him uh, as he's too old, too hard on the older players who've been around been the track, you know, know what's going on. So it seems like there's a bit of a, a toxic situation in the, GM, in the GM space rather than the coaching necessarily, according to these players. And uh, I will, of course, link this article down below you will need a subscription. That is interesting.
3: interesting.
0: Yeah. proves
2: that I was right. In one of the older podcasts, I was saying that I don't think it's Torts at all, and I think people actually like him. I kind of enjoy him. I like the hard ass that he is. I mean, sometimes he takes it too far, and he has come out Mm -hmm. and said, yes, sometimes I take it too hard. That's why I have been trying to adjust for the younger players coming into the league. So I think he's working on it.
1: And they did say in this interview that uh, he yep. softened up a there bit recently go. as well. Like They, they nice. did acknowledge that and that they don't like it when he does everything in public. Like, uh, eh, it could be in private, that that comment yeah. kind of thing. But apart from that, they, they seem to really like playing for him yeah. after the yeah. fact, if you know what I mean. Yeah. So uh, definitely seems to be a GM problem.
2: That's a good article, though, to read. So maybe you should check out The Athletic. I was thinking about it.
1: Would advise. Not no, sponsored, not- by yeah. the way. I literally just came out me and Chanel read it, and we we're like, yeah. "Well, we have to talk about this." Like, you you guys all know about Tampa, Carolina, Florida. You all know they're good. Like, what we may as well talk about the team that was, in my opinion, meant to make the playoffs, but it's now below Detroit. It's like maybe that's that's the more interesting angle well, on this one. Guys.
2: Wow, I didn't even it didn't register until you just said it. But they're freaking last. That's crazy.
4: Deborah Guys, we
3: were. Oh boy. We
0: were. Wrong. We were oh, wrong about boy. Them, bro.
3: I am super pumped that Florida, yeah. though, has not <laughs> dipped, dodge dived, and completely failed after, you know, fighting all those injuries. Like, good for Florida. Oh,
2: I'm so proud. Proud of them. Oh, we, we are like proud, proud of them. I like that. We were. We. Yeah. <laughs> good job, Florida. Pat on
4: the head. Yeah. Yeah. They're only separated by two points
1: for top three as well. I it's know, I know. Ridiculously close. And, be- and then you've got like the Nashville and the oh Dallas. Oh my God.
2: How the heck the are they going to clinch this? It almost seems unfair. Like they're going to clinch the fourth place spot with an absolutely atrocious point. <laughs> like, what? I mean, <laughs> that, that we're, we're kind of seeing that trend all around the board. But fourth place is uh, a dip. Mm-hmm. There's clear divide.
1: Oh, yeah, between three and four, they're, yeah, 100%. Big props to Chicago, though. Keeping in there despite the acknowledged blow-up of a team. Like, fair play. I'll give them that. I appreciate the I appreciate
4: the hustle.
2: I will also say, Carolina, this was actually in the news this week. Uh, the question is, can the Canes keep Brendan Moore, right? Yes. Right. It's mm-hmm. very obvious that Brenda Moore has done an excellent job in Carolina. Obviously, this would be the third consecutive season yeah. with him as head coach that the Canes make it to the playoffs. They sit. They have 75 points. And it kind of sucks that people are dirtying their success, if you will, with contract talk. Uh, but, yeah, Brendan Moore's contract exp- expires after the season, so hopefully they can strike a deal with him. His goal was that uh, the staff gets paid before him, is what he said, because... Uh, what? what I, you can't quote me on this. I don't have the notes up in front of me, but I think there's some struggle with uh, I think Carolina is on board to um lower the pay for their staff.
1: Well, I want I want to say off the record as well. Like don't quote me on this one cuz I will I will not be able to find where I saw it. So uh maybe with a little pinch of salt, but I did see that Carolina Viona, can't remember the name, was saying off the ice, people can be yeah. replaced relatively easier, like especially compared to on-ice talent. And that's where they're going to be focusing any money-saving attempts. But I know Brynz was always... Him and the GM were the two that the owner openly said, no, they're worth whatever exactly. they want. So I don't think he's going I don't to be think That
2: was a, like. what I was going to say next. Like, he's he's a freaking cane. Oh, st- no, that's fine. You said it. It's out there. I think they're going to be able to easily strike a deal with him, give him whatever he wants. He's literally a Kane superstar. It's like if Crosby mm-hmm. were to coach Pittsburgh, and you say, "No, I'm not paying you to coach, to keep coaching, especially if you're good."
1: Yeah, he's a Mr. Carolina mm-hmm. yeah. at this point.
2: So I just thought that was an interesting um, thing to say. But besides that, Tampa, <laughs> blah, blah, blah.
3: Tampa, blah blah blah.
1: <laughs> yeah, they're good. Surprise well, we, we everyone. Thought-
3: Ooh, surprise. I, I am know, pleasantly but it, but surprised, Carolina, have somehow a number one in the league at the moment. Oh. They're number one in the freaking league. But then again, you, you look at the league standings like- and the first seven teams are separated by five points. It's insane.
1: It's going to be a good playoff, oh, that's yeah. for sure.
2: It's going to be so interesting to see the, div- the different divisions when they start um, playing head to
3: head. Ooh, Oof, I know Avalanche are going yeah. out. <laughs> what
2: the heck are we in for?
3: No, wild wild have got through, okay?
1: <laughs> well, talking about number one in the league to number one in our hearts, let's talk about the West.
3: One in our hearts. Oh, I'm sure this oh, is going to be a hefty topic, eh? Okay? Where do I begin? Um, <laughs> I'm going to let you guys so, go. Uh, and I'll talk y- about you the blues. You can definitely talk about the blues <laughs> because um, it's in Mitigal. <laughs> 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 so... At the moment, <coughs> while recording, wow, while recording, Avalanche is currently playing the Sharks in uh, the last few games, right? So four four mm. games, Abs v. Sharks. Mm. And the first game, Abs somehow held on and beat the Sharks because I think the Abs's biggest rival at the moment is indeed Injured players. It's not whether or not they can play on the ice; it's whether or not they're on the ice. That's 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 all it is really with the Avalanche. You know, one person breaks, and everyone's like, <laughs> but that's that's how I feel about my team. Yeah, you can't really touch the Avalanche though, especially with that McKinnon and Makar pairing, like a defenseman who can score, like a forward. How How is anyone going to beat that?
2: Saying that too, like you have all your superstars and then you have a, I know he's uh, not a rookie this year, but he's still <laughs> a rookie in my heart and he t- doesn't come off as one. That's they really for sure. don't.
3: They, I feel like rookies on the avalanche, they get thrown in and they're like, oh yeah, you're going to have fun. You're going to skate a little bit. And then they're just kind of like, and you're going to score. And then they're like, I'm going to score. And then they score and they're like, I scored. So... that's just all (laughs) that from when i've seen like them pick up their first draft players like mckinnon and again you know prodigy players there um i want to point out the defensemen that they've just picked up Well, i say they just picked up when i was last on the podcast they picked up some defensemen um patrick nemeth and who else timmins He's doesn't normally play on the ice normally because Graves and Girard are out for injuries and so they were playing the Sharks and they've held their ground. Coming from you know, not the avalanche coming back to play with the avalanche must be a big, a big thing to do and you know any player that has been playing for another team then goes back to their own team because you know players change and everything it must be difficult to try and like slot your place back in again but You know, Avalanche is family, and when people come back, it's like they never left. So that's one really nice thing about Avalanche, you know, renting out their players and then getting them back again because everyone knows everyone. So basically,
0: I'm just together. Oh, I have a question.
2: Go for For it. For you, Molly. Yes, yes, of course. Now, I understand that Dubnik has only played yes. five games, and it's a small pool, but it's looking eh. Like, well, what do you think? He's got three wins, two losses. His save percentage is uh, 886. Well,
3: the games he lost, right? I
2: know. It's a small pool. But...
3: What teams were he playing against? And then you have your answer. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, man. Now I'm going to have to Google that
3: pretty sure it was um vegas
2: continue oh yeah gotcha one of those impossible teams to be so I'm,
3: i'm not too worried about him he's still relatively new to the avalanche family but his first game fab we've got we've got hope for him and the thing is we have we have a lot of goalies um yeah. I think Rubert's off of COVID protocol again, which is good, but he seems to keep dip-dodging-diving out with injuries and whatnot, even if it's just kind of like, I don't know, a pulled-tooth muscle. I'm not really sure on Franku. He's, he's alright. But I haven't really, like, watched enough games of him to form a proper opinion. And Jonas Johnson, sorry, Johansson, we love him. We must protect him. Yeah. So, We've got good goalies, which is nice for a change to have the selection. But because, uh, you know, Avalanche were like, oh, we're losing games and meet goalies. And it's like, now we have five. Okay. So. <laughs> yeah. There you go. There you have just it. Just looking at all the team, <laughs> I'm just like, such a good team. A well-rounded Oh, and. Team. Um,
2: such good boys.
3: Definitely. New Hook. He's playing his, he's, he's, he's gonna, hopefully going to be playing his first game soon he's on taxi squad so Ooh, that like that'll that? be good to actually see him playing center i i really want to see that um yeah i've just got a good team mm. he is a newbie. a newbie
2: right he he, he was uh, acquired he, he was acquired recently right. okay. and
3: uh i'd like to see how he Alex like hook. fits in yeah
2: plays absolutely i'm curious myself
3: because we've got some really good lines there, just oh, just filthy good lines. I could talk about the Avalanche all day, so I'm not going to go on and on and on. Um, so if there's anything you want to say about Avalanche, say it now or forever hold your peace.
2: You said it all, really. And the thing is, you've got Colorado up there. Obviously, they've, they've clinched the playoff spot. They're probably going to go far in the playoffs. And on the opposite end, we have the Sharks. Uh, so, Jeremy, please, you do exactly what uh, I did. Give us a rundown on the Sharks. What do they need to change? How do you feel about them missing the playoffs? All those fun things. Go ahead. Speak your piece.
4: So,
1: the San Jose Sharks.
0: Where, they where are, do I begin? It's at
3: the bottom of the ocean. Oh, boy. Okay. I'll go back to drinking wine (laughs) right
1: now. Anyway, (laughs) so
0: did we want fourth
1: in the first place is the question we need to ask. I would argue no. I think we're in the perfect position of where we should be. If we're not eighth, we may as well be, you know, at least giving the fans something to look at, going, oh, do we want the playoffs or not? Where all the fans who actually know what's happening go like, please no. Please give us something. (laughs) Please give us some future prospects to look look at. But um, yeah, the fact that we're in for playoff conversation with only fifteen regulation or overtime wins this season, and I'm not sure if it changed, but last week when we only had thirteen, it was better by of only one team, and that team was the Buffalo Sabres, which I say to be in the playoff conversation at all. That kind of that kind of stat, I would say actually quite impressive, but not the kind of impressive that I'm looking for from my team. Before we won two games against Coyotes the week just gone, and then an eight game losing streak, that's not how you get in the playoffs. And the next five games of the season, three of them <laughs> are against the Avs, of which there are two, and the Vegas Golden Knights, of which there is one game. We have two are against the Coyotes. We'd not be surprised to split that series or lose all, all five. I'll be honest. So, what do we change? I hear you ask. Not really, but I do. Through the airwaves. So there's some pending free agents coming up. Patrick Marlowe. He, he must retire, right? He can't be coming back. <laughs> he's, got, he's got the all-time record for games played. I know he wants a cup but I'm pretty sure that kind of record almost goes above getting your
2: name on the cup. Maybe not, but you know what I mean? For
1: Patrick Marleau, retire, right, Chanel? Yeah. I'm not telling him retire. I'm just posing Re- the question. Retire? <laughs> retire?
2: Retire. This would be the year to retire with, um, with that kind of amazing record. H- what a great year to retire, is what I got to say.
1: Yeah, you don't, you don't want to play another season and then people almost forget how impressive oh. that mark is and then just say, oh, he, he's old and not winning the cup again. Because the Sharks aren't winning the cup for the next five years or so.
2: That's generous.
1: <laughs> and uh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, teams didn't want to make the trade deadline, which means signing as a free agent anywhere else. You know, he's already on the yeah. league minimum with the Sharks. I think he's done. Could be wrong, but I think that's with smart play. You've got Marcus Sorensen as the other sort of high, highest notable name on there. Uh, but he's been a healthy scratch a lot this season. He's only plays in 29 games out of the 51 with five points on the season. So I don't see the Sharks bringing him back at all. Uh, apart from that, you've got Matt Nieso, Curtis Gabriel, a few other would not recognised names, if you know what I mean. So of the notable names, not, not many to be worried about. However, there is a problem with that, as some of you may know. Contracts, contracts, contracts of the San Jose Sharks. They're killing this team right now. Evander Kane, I'll give him credit, leading in goals, assists and points. On a team like the Sharks, I would say that's not as impressive as it should be, but we'll give him that credit. He is on 7 million a year until 2025. Eric Colson, I think everyone listening to this podcast knows what Eric Colson is going through right now. Eleven and a half million until twenty twenty seven. Brent Burns, eight million a year until twenty twenty five. Mark Edbard at Flasic, seven million until twenty twenty six. Martin Jones, five point seven five until twenty twenty four. And Kevin LeBanc, don't know how he got this contract after last year. Four point seven
2: five. Fire fire, fire everyone. What the heck?
1: Until twenty
4: twenty five, Jeremy.
2: Like those are long freaking. How do you have that many players going past twenty twenty five like that? I don't know.
1: (laughs) There's only only Martin Jones is below twenty twenty five, and even that is like. Oh
0: my uh, my uh, god, uh, Jeremy! You you, just made me ill. uh,
1: Yeah, I think any other like big market team because San Jose's obviously had success in the past twenty years. Still. Especially in like Canadian media, not talked about a lot, right?
2: Yeah. Can you not- hear me?
1: They're not, t- yeah, they're not talked about a lot no, in the mainstream not. media, right? It- especially in Canada. No. Imagine if this cap situation was for Toronto or even Vancouver.
2: It would never end. The conversation would never end. Every move, every never move end. would literally go, go back to, okay, what about this guy who has, you know?
1: Exactly. It's mm-hmm. not fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So how do we get out of the situation? Well, an expansion draft is coming up.
2: Yes, again. I was just going to say that.
1: <laughs> yeah, so Seattle obviously needs some players to fill out their little roster over there in the Northwest. Maybe, maybe do a little, little trade with Seattle. Say, have this big number player. He got someone to sell tickets and it gets out. And then you don't take another player that we actually want to keep like. I imagine they protect Thomas Hurtle. Like, how can he not? But, you know, if there's another player that they can't protect, just give a trade. Give a trade and then protect those players. And then also maybe just don't protect some of the higher names as well. Just shove them out because they're not doing anything for us Such a
2: good plan.
1: But if we wanted to keep that sort of core, including, like, Hurtle and the rest, so a couple of other players, but not many. If we wanted to keep a hold of this core, out of a 81.5 million flat cap we've got now, nine players have 63.6 million of commitments to, to them. Oh. Aye, ay aye. What is going hey. on? My word. I just pet. thought
2: of something, and I'm <laughs> curious of what what you think. Maybe you already have plans to talk about mm-hmm. this. Just let me know. But... The Seattle expansion draft. Uh, uh, are you going to trust the GM to even make any no. good moves with that? <laughs> no. do
4: oh, no, no, because. Well, <laughs>
2: all right. <laughs> I'm back and I say no. Hey,
4: anyways. So. Oh, my gosh. So,
1: obviously, he's made some interesting choices dealing with first round picks here, there, everywhere. Oprah moment. You get a first pick, you get a first pick. So to trust him in any type of draft, even if they're not picking themselves, Doug Wilson, boy, mm, trust isn't there right now. Like, ow. So that brings up the discussion. Is Doug Wilson coming back next year or does he get the year extension and gets let go in a, in a year or something? I mean... It's not off the table, right? You can't have that kind of contract situation with a team playing as they are and not get blamed for that one. It's kind of your job. So I would say keep an eye on that as the season finishes in the next week or two because I'd imagine that's to get ready for the draft as well. That'll be a pretty early call, right? But we only had a coaching change in the last year as well. So would the coach be out at the same time? or with the new said, no, you got the coach, you have to deal
4: with that. I don't know. So yeah, it's a bit of a situation over in Sharkland, uh, but, you know,
1: I think this year's going to be the worst year out, out of a lot. I think for the next two or three years, battling for fourth, third, wildcard slot, that kind of thing, maybe getting it, maybe not, uh, because it's for Sharks. We're never going to... Rebuild, you are only going to retool in quotation marks. But uh, I think it's going to—if it doesn't happen this off season, in two or three years, we're going to be like we should have done this five years ago and blow the team up because they'll just be waiting for careers of hurtle and the rest of it. But yeah, I think that's what's going to happen. So that's my. Oh, the West—it brings out a that's lot of. In this Julie, <laughs> it's
2: like so many good things and so many bad things.
1: The other team in the division, the St. Louis Blues. St.
2: Louis Blues. Yeah. What about them? What's, what's going on there? <laughs> so yeah. the the Blues are obviously they're in the fourth place spot right now. Well, not obviously because you know it could really it could be stolen by uh, the Yotes easily. It, it's been mm-hmm. like a back and forth between the two. I'm not completely surprised that the St. Louis Blues are not as successful as Tampa Bay has been after winning a cup. You know, I mean, we Mm -hmm. all know that when you win a Stanley cup, you start losing your top players because, you know, simply put, you cannot afford them anymore. So teams are left filling holes uh, or making bigger trades to make sure that you can even out your lines, all that fun stuff. And um, Tampa has, was already loaded with, Players that can play top to bottom, different lines. They're just a really good overall team. So mm-hmm. if you lose some players, you know you're going to be able to fill those holes. However, Tampa has not lost a uh, lost. <laughs> Tampa has not lost a player like Petrangelo. Right now, the Blues obviously yeah. lost Petrangelo, and they forget who they got for it. Boston player, uh. I don't know. I mean, obviously, they're not scoring anymore. O'Reilly has 22 goals this Mm -hmm. season. It doesn't scream first line success to me. Not at all. Like, (laughs) the Toronto Maple Leafs have like three, four, five players already on the third line that has 22 goals (laughs) at (laughs) goaltending. Bennington, you know?
3: Do we make another bin Yeah, we, joke?
1: we know your opinion of that boy
4: on this podcast. In, <laughs> the, bin. In the bin
2: he goes. Linnington. No, seriously though? Did you see all those videos? I swear to God, once a week he's just going off the ice and doing that like jump scare thing, like, I'm gonna beat you up, bro. Shut
3: up. He doesn't even look yes! like, Come at like me. he doesn't it's look like long. he would do that. But then also you'd be like, Yeah, he'd totally do that.
2: He picks a fight with everyone, it doesn't even matter. Like the freaking towel guys on the bench like, like I'm gonna fight you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like
3: Why I'm you pretty sure at if me? he focused his energy on actually being a good goalie <laughs> instead of being a complete jerk, he'd be fine.
4: Oh my god. Percentage is but fine. Okay. But but it's it's not yeah, sorry, go ahead. If,
1: it, if you're looking for the rest of the team as well. Like, mm-hmm. top to bottom, it just looks like a, a bang mm-hmm. average team, right? They're about where they should be, like, fighting for That's
2: that what I'm saying.
1: Spot. Holes. So Yeah, we, we gave him credit as, like, obviously top four team at the beginning, but maybe we should have realised. Like, hey, hang on, Ryan O'Reilly special. is no a fantastic player. Necessarily. He,
3: he was on Avalanche for a very long time, and he was a very good player on the Avalanche, and that's all I'm going to say. Um but this year he's I'm not, not being they fantastic, good, you're right. I'm not saying but don't he's, have good players. they've they've got good players. Again, they have players.
2: <laughs> oh,
3: okay. It's one of those teams. But yeah, that's exactly what
2: Jeremy's saying.
1: Exactly. Yeah, they have average. players. That's the problem. They have players, but no, not this year. Oh my god, that guy kind but of But
2: perhaps perhaps it's more so um parents exactly what maybe it's like hey hey maybe riley's good but he needs someone next to him that also produces so that they can pop off of each other
0: the aligned thing
2: you know like matthews and marner and, and mcdavid mm-hmm. and dryside i mean obviously probably won't get that anymore but you know something like that it's a conversation but jeremy you're right they're average right now Just-
1: I've still got them making the Ooh. playoffs easily.
2: Ooh, let's see. I really hope the Coyotes make it, because honestly, that's how much I don't like bidding. I think it would be
3: fun. <laughs> more fun. But also, I more think fun. I give has that. it in the bag.
0: Yeah.
4: Yeah? Yeah.
0: They're, they're, pro- they? they're probably, probably going to get it in on Wednesday. Three,
1: three points behind.
2: Oh, you're right. They have a lot of yeah. games in hand. Do they ever... Okay, yeah. well you
4: know what? And very
1: they're, they're against they against Anaheim's tonight <sighs> and Wednesday and I'm not LA saying
4: it's a no brainer. The night's But in the it's middle kind of, of a no brainer. You kind of look at you guys. Ah, uh, like,
2: oh, you know what, you guys are right. I'm a little bummed I wish coyotes would have kicked them out of their spot, but I
1: I think we're all on board of we wish for coyotes oh, definitely. as well. But it is what it surf.
0: is, right? I
1: hope. Like, what are the codes he's got left? They have, but,
0: yeah, but they don't have any Kings games in Shack. hand. So we got
1: easy four yeah. games, right? net no. no, well, that's what I mean. They got, they could potentially get is it enough that but
2: St. Louis can get more.
1: Not, not enough, not enough, yeah, not enough.
2: So the the thing is, you can't compare Tampa to St. Louis because Tampa has been good overall. They've always been good and organized and Mm -hmm. st louis the reason why they won that year was because they were hard working can you be that hard working
0: every year it's tough
4: it's a struggle they are hard
0: that's the west (laughs) division
1: that's the west and we'll transition onto chanel's expert opinion on what is going on north of that north american border
0: Oh,
1: I know clearly. As you can gets' Because I've got great <laughs> transition. <laughs> the transition skills.
0: king. Yeah
2: boy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, uh we're just on our island. <laughs> we're just here. We're on <laughs> our little, saying, we're hey. island, you know.
0: Nine points above treasure. everyone else in our division. <laughs> five win five game winning streak just still
4: chilling, casual.
2: you know. We even <laughs> sat no problem. We we even sat um top players just to rest them for the play. <laughs> We're still winning. I was actually like, "Okay, you know what? That's a good move that um Keith did. He pulled off um, you know, like our top players or a lot of them, like R- Morgan Riley for example, he sat out a game just for uh, maintenance. And uh I'm going to lose but clearly I should not underestimate my team.
3: Your team is stacked.
2: There is no one else. Dude, there's no one else. <laughs> when is uh, we're kind of lonely over here. Anyone else going to clinch or what?
3: I I will say that yeah. I'm yeah. very surprised Ottawa is not last. No, well, I mean, <laughs> but also Vancouver.
2: I mean, they're not last. <laughs>
1: Uh, yeah. six games in hand with Vancouver. They have a lot
2: of games in hand because of COVID
1: though. So, you know. Mm-hmm. So six games in hand for Vancouver and they're still only a yeah. points behind. So, But, yeah. you know Like, maybe take, Ottawa fans, maybe take a screenshot right now and just We're not cover up lost. that game space.
3: We're right? not lost.
1: <laughs> just do it. Just do it now.
2: Hey, man, they're We're actually not catching not. up to
3: Calgary. Yeah, but you know our then. opinion about Calgary. They're
2: not that far away.
0: You know our opinion yeah. on What's yeah opinion
4: Chuck? On Calgary.
3: We don't have an opinion on Calgary. Oh
1: okay, I'm I'm t- <laughs>
3: We're goalie girls t- who don't, t- like don't like Calgary. Obviously. <laughs> well, we no no no. Can I just retract retract that statement because <laughs> we like Calgary. We just don't like certain
0: individuals.
4: Oh, that boy! We... I remember.
3: No, we don't say his it's name. It's like knows. you know who. <laughs>
4: <laughs> no.
1: Go go back to our first episode if you. If you're uh, curious,
3: yeah, <laughs> we
2: get a surge of like 300 views. <laughs> okay. Um.
0: Yes.
1: So how Chanel? How do you feel about Montreal then? Because you obviously
0: quite a few games coming. Yeah, up we're gonna have our own week. little. How are
1: they? How are they doing? How our do little mini series it?
2: against um, Montreal. I I'm so excited. I will be livid. If Winnipeg slots in four and Montreal moves up. So really Toronto has the power. We're like the swing vote. You know what I mean? Like we have the power to manipulate.
0: We're a swing state.
2: It's very interesting. (laughs) I I just really badly want to see a, I really want to play Cal or Montreal. Sorry. I really want to play Montreal. We have not played them. many old time years. And
3: I think we can beat them. Oh, definitely. I want to see that game as well, just because I know the rivalry, you know, the Blues and the Reds have. I just really want to see some Mm -hmm. interdivisional games as well. I am hungry to see the Leafs play Vegas.
2: Oh, oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, the difference between Toronto's last, let's say, uh, four seasons in this season is that we have an edge now the difference is we have <laughs> leaders we have a lot of leaders actually who are who are making big points that's kind of ridiculous Jason Spezza
0: he's he, he's coming guy. in clutch even
2: yeah, he's coming in clutch and Thornton himself is doing a really good job. He's showing us what it's going to be like in the playoffs. I am so freaking excited. We're getting... People are we're mad at us. We're like, well, the Leafs are too soft. Well, guess what? We picked it up in the last couple of uh, months, and we're a little more rough, and now we're dirty.
3: You picked up some really <laughs> okay. good players this year. But. Like Everyone was laughing that you picked up Galchenyuk, oh, yeah. but he's turned out to be a fucking
2: beast.
3: It's okay. it's and okay.
0: He literally
2: got a goal again. Felino has been, he's made points every game. Every game he's played.
0: Your whole Come team on. at the moment, like.
2: What? I'm really excited to, the argument before was, okay, Montreal, Toronto play. Montreal tend to, to uh, pick it up in the playoffs. They do, they do magical things, especially if Carey Price is in that. He, he tends to uh, shut the door. However, I am not worried. I don't think that's the case this season. I don't. And you know what, Molly? I'm going to even say, even if we don't play Montreal, say say they swap places with Winnipeg. I would love to see a Winnipeg and Leaf series. I also think we're going to win. Edmonton, yeah. we're going to win because we already beat them like every game. We beat Ma- McDavid. Every we shut the door. on Like, McDavid, did you like, want us to keep time. this
3: open for you? Nah, chivalry's dead, bitch. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm just really excited I'm really excited to see and I'm also curious to see how long our streak can go because people were, were saying as well that Toronto is probably going to go on a losing streak because we tend to do that when we clinch but we and you're lost on yet, win
4: babies. 5
2: okay. that's the
0: third yeah. or
4: fourth time we do that new this team
0: season. who this
3: yeah
2: new team who this Oh, I will have to say this
0: cuz this is news
2: today and I'm we I'm wheez with me. <laughs> Okay. So, <laughs> we're playing Montreal, yeah. right? We're playing Montreal. And Josh Anderson is a Canadian and he's been a good goal scorer for them. He's Yeah. newer on the team. And um he said to the media that the difference between playing Mick David and Austin Matthews is that Austin Matthews has Mitch Marner to help? him? <laughs> Habs are saying, Hab fans are saying, oh, that's a compliment, isn't it? If it is, it's backhanded. No, honestly, what is Matthews going to do when Marner says, here's a freaking free pass. You're just oh, going to no, skate
3: on by and be like, nah.
2: I'm good. Oh, man. I'm good. I can do it myself. McDivitt. Hey, why would you even compare the two? Honestly, we get it. Mick David we've, is McJesus
3: We've already been through this. You can't compare hockey players. You can't compare they your talent not. to another talent because guess what? They're all bloody well different.
2: They really are. Hey, has anyone said Crosby no, and no, McDavid no. David are the same? No, because Crosby, Crosby and Crosby, McKinnon,
3: though. Let's Mick be Mick. honest. Yeah, I'd love to see them play on a team hard together, hard. though. Just...
4: Oof, wouldn't that be spicy? That'd be an
0: all-Stars team I would be but, screaming for.:
2: <laughs> So the last thing I'll say is that people if we if we do face Edmonton in the next in, the, in round two,: Yeah, which might be likely, we'll see. Um, the difference between Toronto and the Oilers is the uh, consistency. On each line. So Toronto has. (laughs) I would argue Toronto has the best overall team in the league. As in every single line is producing double digits. Like. And when you have Edmonton Oilers. Well you have your first two lines producing. You know. Our goaltender is slightly better in save percentage than Edmonton as well. So we look similar, but if you really get into the nitty gritty, Toronto does it's, have young when people. you
3: look at a team and you look, how many people do I actually recognize as as good players? Like not best players, but good players, right? Looking at the Leafs, for example, the Leafs aren't my team. You know that. But I look at their roster and I'm like, I know this guy, I know this guy. Like these guys are they're tidy. Yeah. They're clean players. I wouldn't say clean, actually. They're tidy players in terms of like, yeah, they're good boys. Hi, Jeremy. They're good boys. <laughs> it's, it's like when you look at uh, the Bruins, for example, as well. I can look at the Bruins and see, like, oh, they're a, they're a good team because they've got a lot of good players. But I wouldn't say they're exceptional, like, like the Leafs, if that makes sense. And when you. Right.
2: They've
0: got their Yeah. And then, like, and Oilers. Who do you know on Oilers? Mm-hmm. McDavid. Yeah. Daddy that's and that's it. <laughs> you got McDaddy
3: and his uncle. Yeah.
2: And then and then in the Leafs, you got Jason Spetsa, you've got Joe Thornton, and they're not even and on the Falino. first or second line. Feligno. Feligno. Anyways, it has been a freaking joy this season. I am not complaining and I'm excited to see us play. I, I'll say this. I'm not scared to play anyone. So whoever freaking wins, who cares? I don't care. Whoever slots in fourth, I mean, I don't care.
4: It'll be the Suns now, won't it? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, wait, never mind. I, I retract that statement. I can't. No, no, no. I can't with the sun. That's yep. all I got to say about it. Moving the news.
1: on. Um, uh, <laughs> all right. Well, that, that brings us to just about to the end sure of does. today, doesn't it? Unless any of you guys got any extra comments? I'm just very excited. Extra comments? To
0: watch the playoffs.
2: <laughs> Real, I can't <laughs> wait for the playoffs.
4: <laughs> Give I me play get a hopping. lot of
2: beer. Gotta, gotta get some beer, some wine, whatever, all
3: of that. Alcohol.
2: I, I don't know stuff. about you guys, but I'm going to be keeping an eye on the play. I mean, obviously for this podcast alone, but for my own entertainment, I really do want to watch some as many games from different teams as I can.
3: I to the watch playoffs. them a little bit later, but I
0: will still watch them. Oh, yeah.
2: Yeah, or even highlights.
3: Oh.
1: Yeah, it'll be, it'll be day after. At the for moment, old boy I, Jeremy over here. But maybe. I, I get up
3: Dude, at jealous. around five in the morning at the moment. And I get to watch the tail end of hockey games.
4: <laughs> I get to see how it ends. Get to see how it ends. Yeah, when when I get up, it's getting up at six and seeing
1: sharks are halfway break- six in the morning, and sharks are halfway through the third period. I'm like, <laughs> oh boy, <laughs> it's pain.
3: But the life of an international okay. hockey fan. You guys are champs.
0: Right. Uh, you, I've are got some medals.
3: thanks. I'm a successful athlete, didn't you know? Thank you.
2: <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jeremy, close the show. All
3: right. So, yeah,
1: that, it, that is us done. As I was saying in the beginning of the podcast, 60% of you aren't subscribed. So get on that. Click that red, that red button below this video, if you're watching on YouTube, and uh, make it go grey by clicking it and subscribing. Push that bell. It's only once a week. We don't spam you. And like Please. and share. Please share. Please tell people about this. We put a lot of effort into it. And I think people want to hear us. I don't know about you. You probably do. Do want other people to hear us. You're listening to us right now. You sat through (coughs) an hour long podcast. It would be weird if you didn't. Anyway, you can follow this podcast as well. And sort of talk to us. And sort of dictate what we talk about week to week. By engaging with us on Twitter. At this hockey pod. So give that a follow. All links have been said. And all be said are in the description below. You can it's follow Molly. Has she remembered her Twitter name, Molly? Where can you?
3: That's right. No horses were hurt in the production. She by She way. Yay, yay, yay.
1: All right, and Chanel, where, where can we follow, follow me you?
2: At Chanel LV on Twitter and the TikTok. The TikTok.
1: The TikTok. Give a TikTok a follow as well, guys. That's some good content you're missing out. If not, you can also follow me, your old boy Jeremy at J Media on Twitter, Jeremy underscore Walker on Twitch. And yeah, Quit. do it. Follow us. Do the things. Do the fun things. Bye. All right. Love you, boys and girls, and everything in between. Bye. Come
0: on.
3: you listening to <laughs> a podcast and we talk about ice hockey and stuff. Yeah.